Hi, I'm Eric Ramirez, or Dede D'Artanian of Shut Show Metal Mouth, here to talk about KCI and how you can support it during our time of need. If you listen to any of the shows on KCI, you'll understand the passion of all the hosts. They are volunteers that come in every week to share the music they love, stuff you wouldn't hear anywhere else. And if that labor of love sounds like something you want to support, just call in at 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. From music shows like Howdy Licious, Radio Internationale, and The Heartbeats Machine, and from talk shows like Weekly Signals, Black Talk Radio, and Get the Funk Out, these shows and others have amazing and wonderful hosts that bring their own special spin to the music and talk they share. The Fun Drive is a time where we can all show KCI appreciation. Call in now at 949-824-5824 to show yours. You could also visit us online at www.kuci.org, where you can donate via PayPal or credit card. Thank you very much for all your support, and keep listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Good morning, Irvine, and welcome to another great episode of Sports Matters. I'm Kevin Drake, and sitting across from me is my good old buddy, Matt Burt. How are you doing this morning? Eh, not too bad. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. You know, we're in the middle of our fun drive, and you know, a lot of great things going on here at the studio. And ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of great gifts. I mean, even just a nice, simple $35 donation, you can get a... Nice little flash drive with the KUCI logo, and a beautiful coffee cup with the KUCI logo. I mean, there's a lot of little gifts, a little tote bag, or you could pick a CD, which you probably can't really get out there. I don't know. No, I don't know. There's some really good music, new music you probably never heard before. Uh, how many people still use CDs? Give me the coffee mug full of coffee. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, Just give me the digital lowdown, what you have. But we're sitting in a room full of CDs. Are you kidding? If you're listening... And you support KUCI. Why not rep it? Well, I tell you who's listening. One of my good friends down there from New Orleans, Brent Lester, is listening listening in. So we got listeners from all over. So it's always good to have the Bayou listening in. And speaking of the Bayou, I got a quick little fast fact. Just to touch on the French Open to kind of open things up. Rafael Nadal set that record, won 50 straight sets on one surface. That's 25 matches. That's roughly, he won seven straight tournaments on clay. Actually, it was eight tournaments on clay, and then he finally lost to Dominic Team here at the Madrid Open. And Dominic Team made it to the finals, but he lost to the young and uppercomer from Germany, Mr. Zverev. So congrats to him. And, and the guy that had the record for the most sets won on one surface was John McEnroe. And he did that in the 70s, uh, and he did it on carpet. He won 49 straight sets on carpet, which that record alone will never be broken because they don't play on carpet anymore. And then coming up is the French Open. So you know Rafi Nadal, get that extra rest. He's going to rebound, and he's probably going to win the French Open for the 11th time. Can you imagine that? Well, my question is, is did they have the vacuum in between sets? It's possible, depending on... uh, all the debris and stuff that blows around there as the winds were kicking up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never heard of a sporting event being played on carpet. But but we appreciate you, Lester Boy, listening in. Matt, I want to ask you something. I just want to know what your thoughts, because this has been something that's been hot. It's been trending. This gambling it, uh, thing that just went down, I guess the federal government ruled saying that states can decide what they want to do with the whole gambling aspect. Do you think that that will kind of hurt our sports um, or do you think it will even make a change at all? As long as they keep the books away from the players and the organizations. 
because uh, I just don't want point shaving. I want an honest um, games. I, d- I don't want to be able to watch and, and feel like, oh, this is fake. I don't want the the black socks. I don't want to go through, you know, what Pete Rose had to go through. I don't want right. to. I don't want to know. I don't want. I want two circles. I don't want a Venn diagram. If that makes sense. And that's the one thing that kind of concerns me about it is what is going to happen with the outside kind of sources. Um, you know, not the powers that be in the sports, but the external factors surrounding the sports. And so that kind of that kind of concerns me. But at the same time, I think it's huge from a viewership perspective. So many more people are going to pay attention to games and so many more people are going to pay attention to meaningless games you know what i'm saying like right who i'm i would never watch let's for example the twins versus the kansas city royals would i watch that that if it was on mlb you know network yeah. network or espn probably not but someone will and that, that those kind of games will get more viewership because of the whole. My take is this: there. the people, the gamblers, they gamble. Period. I mean, even back in the eighties and the seventies, you always had a bookmaker. You can go, you could place a bet. I mean, it happens. I, I get that. The, my, I guess my concern is is if it is legal and it becomes legal in the states, like you say, keep it control, keep it away from the players and the organizations, but also the whole marketing aspect of it. Cause you think about when you're children, you're looking up and you're, you're thinking like they're promoting all this gambling is, I don't know. That's, that's kind of like the downside to me is, is are we creating more gamblers? Are we making it easy on people? Just go ahead, you know, you know, place bets. I understand playing, place an occasional bet for fun. Like, yeah, yeah. Go to Vegas and throw 20 bucks on the reds and, you know, for fun. But, I don't know. I, I that's the one thing that concerns me is is, is the children. Yeah, I I don't know how much the children because I think you they still have an age requirement on it. They have to have an age requirement on it. No, I understand that, but you know what I mean. Like as you're growing up, but you're watching sports and you see a commercial, you know, advertising sports betting. So that's you're a kid, the, that's you know, the other thing. I don't, that's, I don't know. That's how what much, worries me. I don't know how much advertising right. that they'll allow. Okay, if any. Because, like I was saying, we don't want a Venn diagram, and it's just like it's like three degrees of separation. And if you if you do a commercial, you can go to the network, and the network knows. So, it just just to me, I think that the biggest kind of issue for me with it, I don't think, you know, kids will ultimately look up to what their parents do, and if their parents set a good example then i mean like you could do everything in the world as a parent and it could still go wrong and it could st- you could do everything wrong in the world and you could still go right but you but you hit one good point is that if your parents you educate your children they're going to make good decisions yeah you just have to plain and simple and put, you know put some faith into it i know it was mother's day and i love my moms and i love my grandmas Oh, absolutely! I know. I love my mom. You know, it was a That's great day moms. for her. Yeah, I mean, my mom, my singular mom. I you, have you, you have a singular mom, but you do have a plural grandmothers. Yeah, and I have a dad who are very loyal listeners. So we appreciate you <laughs> <laughs> and you. <laughs> but um, as far as the whole betting kind of thing, I think it's it's good and it's bad. There's a there's a good, there's a bad, and there's an ugly to it. I think the good is the 
the increase in viewership overall. I think the bad is that kind of to your the temptation, point, the temptation, like how much is, and people do have serious problems with that. And gambling is something that you can get addicted to and the rush and the thrill of everything. And there's the ugly, which is, you know, is there going to be point shaving? How much is, is, is the mob going to get more involved into it because it's legal? Um, the one thing that was kind of interesting, I was listening to a radio show. They talked about how um, the hotels in Las Vegas actually had saw increase in stock since the uh, gambling was legalized in New Jersey. Wow. So, um, I mean, you'd think that, you know, it would kind of saturate Las Vegas and what Las Vegas does, but um, apparently not. And I think this is, the, I think the winner is, is is Las Vegas for getting more sports teams because of this, too. Well, you think about this, too. In Europe, it's legal. You can oh, gamble anywhere. I mean, it's actually legal in 118 countries. We just got to make sure, just like even with the, with the marijuana laws, it's just constructing make sure you do it right with the literature of the law well that kind of brings up a good point it's like you know are we have we saw an increase in underage marijuana users since the law was passed i don't think we have i think that's that's been something is because you you they regulate it so much better than it was before where it was very unregulated true and it was a lot easier then than it is now in comparison for someone that is underage um and and you look at at sports betting in general and, and all you need is just an internet connection and True. that's the scary thing and you know now that it's going to become more regular regulated i mean people can already had gamble you know since the internet came out you know the big whole thing down and what was that big uh poker site that got busted out I don't even know. Uh, there's someone that hacked in there. He could actually see your cards and never lost. And yeah, yeah, there's some crazy stuff. See, yeah, that's why that's why yeah. we got to have a physical place. I think but all know. in all, enjoy sports for what it is, the true purity of it, necessarily. If you want to make a friendly bet with a friend, that's on you. But uh, I, we just don't promote gambling. Just have fun. That's what it's about. You know, our ladies' water polo team did really well this year. Made it to the NCAA tournament, got to the quarterfinals, but ah, they just lost a tough one to the number two, Stanford. Then Stanford goes on to lose to the number one team in the nation, USC. So USC, congrats to those ladies for winning the championship. But congrats to our ladies here because they bring it every single year. They always have an opportunity to win the NCAA tournament. That's all you can ask for. What a great team. I know. What a great team. I think UCI Water Polo is, um, I mean, they named the mascot because there's so much influence with the water polo uh, sport here. So the ladies continuing the trend of excellent water polo play. I'm very proud. Superb. Superb. Better word. (laughs) We're going to take just a quick break with this announcement from one of our old friends, Mr. Henry Rollins. Hey folks, this is Henry Rollins, and as you know, it is the time of year when KUCI is asking you for some support, financial, because they need to keep the station going. Please call in and send in a donation via phone at 949-824-KUCI. That's 949-824-5824. Or you can donate easily online by going to KUCI.org. Please, please, please donate. 
Yes, I agree, Mr. Rollins. This is just such a great thing that's going on here. It's a lot of fun. We're, we're doing our annual fun drive. You know, I've donated some money. There's some great, great gifts that they're giving out. There's even some concert tickets. Now, I know the minimum donation on that is $100, and there's still some really uh, some great acts to go see. VIP, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there's some great musical CDs. You got oh, so much fun stuff. But I know what Matt wants. Matt? Is cracking up right now, but want, he wants a cup of coffee with cup coffee, cup of coffee in it. I want the mug of coffee with coffee in it. We got to you know, pair up with a coffee vendor to put the KUCI logo on the coffee, and then we can make it for you. Oh, I think Starbucks is on campus. <laughs> Starbucks, if you're listening, what? Well, seriously, um, you should donate because we like what we do, and we need money to support what we do here, and that's uh, that's very important to us. Is is requiring capital you take a moment you think of all the great shows that we have here from even the show you just heard our ladies of voice entertainment you know humanities for humanity you know get the funk out get notified ryan folens i mean there's so many great shows that really bring a lot to the community yeah the gold standard of radio ask a leader absolutely miss claudia shambal yeah yeah and she you know it keeps you in touch with the community. You know what's going on within the community. You know about the successes, and you just learn so much about research and about health and and everything. You know, I've learned so much just on all of these shows. You know, I try to listen to what I can, but that's what keeps us going. But we certainly appreciate whatever you can give. There are donations of minimum donation of thirty five dollars, fifty dollars, a hundred dollars, and if you're really generous, two hundred dollars, and you get eight little prizes and gifts so Mm -hmm. give us a call our number is 949-824-5824 again that's 949-824-5824 uci k-u-c-i how about that what's going on the nba matt matt's in here with this warriors jersey i believe it's a draymond green jersey no it's a jason richardson old school jason richardson see through me a curveball see Yep, I you, see it. See Richardson. I, I I have old school Warriors jerseys. It's not. It's well, not I know you're a true Warriors fan. I, I know that. Well, we saw the first game one, and LeBron James is human. Okay. I said he was an alien last, on last show. He is human, and the Cavs lost by 20-plus points. So... You know, if you're the Cavs, you look at this as, okay, they did a good job, and it's on to game two. If you're the Celtics, I think you need to play a little bit tighter defense on LeBron because they just miss shots. Yep. and I, Plain I, and simple. It's, it's very plain and simple, and I don't think you're – I think Marcus Moore is saying I'm the, the LeBron stopper. I don't know. I I think Kawhi Leonard's that. Hey, he, th- he said he put him, Kawhi Leonard and then himself. And then I watched the game and I saw him take a lot of open shots. Just saying. No, he definitely was open. What the Celtics did, they they just play really great team basketball, and they were able just to get Cleveland a little bit out of the rhythm, and they just capitalized on it. They just capitalized on their poor shooting and just not so so much of a good game. 
It was. Is it time to freak out? Absolutely not. No. There's, there's when you reason. have LeBron James on your team, you have a chance to win. Come on. There's a reason why you have to win four games. Exactly. Yeah, and, and last night, um, I mean, the Rockets this entire season have been – They've had the Warriors. They they have like a big dartboard, and like all the Warriors are on it, and they're just trying to, they're trying to throw bullseyes. You know what I'm saying? Like back in the day, you really hated someone. You you put a picture of them on the dartboard. That's what the Houston Rockets did this entire season, and now they get their opportunity. And what? I mean, they play. Very good brand of basketball. Absolutely. James Harden had a great game. Chris Paul had a great game. you think they would win the game, but it's just so hard when you're going up against one of the greatest teams assembled of all time. Look. It's hard to beat the Fab Four. I mean, Draymond Green probably had – he did exactly what he needed to do. He had nine assists and nine rebounds. That's what kind of – that drives the team. But if you look at everyone else – Everyone else besides Draymond Green in the Big Four had 20-plus points. It's just so well-balanced. They're just powerful on offense, but they, they're they so great defensively. They have the quick hands. They got the length. And even when Steph Curry you know, is not shooting the ball that well, he still puts up 20 points, but his defense was just superb. I mean, the defense in general, it was good. I would say the the better thing is that they outscored them um, because that's that's kind of you know it's two teams that are going to try to outscore each other and the, the Warriors played enough defense to the point where they could win, but I I really think the the key factor was Kevin Durant with I think he had forty points right too yes or he had just near just shy of that just shy of that we're gonna and then you got Clay Thompson who is just shy of 30 points so you pretty much if you if you look at it we're gonna round up okay because I think he had 38 I think he finished the night with 38 points Kevin Durant you know as long as he's playing the way he plays he just has that burning desire to win the game that's why the Golden State Warriors are just so good because even without one of the the big guys they still get it done Right. It, it, so what's 20 plus 30 plus 40? 20, 30, 40 would make it 90 points. 90 points between three people. Clay, Steph, and Kevin. That's that, pretty that's insane. much. They were, they were in the 80s, but that's pretty much what I'm, the point that I'm trying to make is the Rockets built a team to try to outscore the Warriors. You got to play defense. Yeah, I mean, you got to find a way to slow those guys down. And and the thing, what makes it so much more difficult is now, this is the second year of all of them playing together. Two full years, that being Kevin Durant mixed in with the Warriors, that just makes it so much harder to beat because those guys just know each other, know where they're going to be, and it just makes it really gives them a lot of fits on the opposing defenses. I think we we also saw Clay Thompson come out of his shell because I I think in the New Orleans series he kind of was not shooting the ball well, um, but Clay Thompson's that kind of shooter where it's like okay he he may not do well one game but he has the ability to score sixty on you, and and I and he's it, a prolific scorer. His post game. Press conference or his post game with Shaq and Charles and all that. You know what he said? He's like, I got the second quickest release in the league behind Steph Curry. <laughs> and I, and I don't I, blame it. I think yeah. it's very true. 
Like he's he speaks the truth. But it's just it's so hard to beat the Warriors when they play like that. I mean, Steph Curry is a uh, hair short of 18. Kevin Durant had 37. Clay Thompson had 38. So I'll tell you this. 80. The previous series, you know, the New Orleans Pelicans really gave the Warriors a good run for their money. I mean, they played them tough. I mean, all their games, even though they only won one, they they, they went down swinging. And that's why, that's why I think New Orleans, you know, is going to have – if they get a key acquisition, they're, they're going to be right up there as long as they got Anthony Davis. But getting back to what you were saying, this is just a great team. And if you're going to beat the Golden State Warriors, Houston, you got to play better defense. And we know James Harden is going to get his. We know Chris Paul is going to get his. But that's just not enough. They that's not enough. Their next highest scorer. So they had James Harden had 41. Chris Paul had 23. Their next highest scorer had 15. And then from there it was twelve, and then no one else scored in double digits. So you got three guys averaging thirty points a game. <laughs> they they got it. They got a pretty. Oh, much, your work's cut out for. I feel for you. They got they got to do so much because they, the Warriors literally had it. And it is very capable that the Warriors put up these kind of numbers in general in the next couple of games. I mean, Clay Thompson twenty eight points. I mean, that might you might see him either go up or down from there, but that's like. That's a really good game from Clay. Steph Curry is definitely going to go up. He only shot five threes, made one of them. He is a prolific shooter, so you can't just bank on the fact that he – in general, what I'm trying to say is Steph Curry didn't show up, Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson showed up. What happens if all three of them show up? Exactly. Trouble. Trouble. <laughs> and, and on the flip side, they could all not show up, and I, I get that, and the Rockets would win, blah, blah, blah. But – I'm just saying, if the Rockets are really going to seriously beat the Warriors, they're going to need more scoring, and the only way that they're going to get scoring is through acquisition. And better defense. Yeah, better defense. Well, let's switch over to NHL. We just got a couple minutes left here. But, uh, well, we got a series now. Winnipeg and Las Vegas Golden Knights. Winnipeg jumped on them early, uh, probably because of their eight-day layoff, that being the Golden Knights. Winnipeg got that first game, but – Give Vegas credit. They won one on the road and uh, tied the series up and is going back to Las Vegas. I think so this is the, that's the best series between these two because um, I just think the light or the Lightning versus the Capitals. The I, Capitals is just laying the wood. Cap- After being ousted by the Penguins the last two years, the Capitals are ready, and they're playing like they're ready. And you're right. Your guy Ovechkin, Ovechkin is crushing it. He's crushing it. And, and it, it's, of course, he got over the Penguins' hump. Yep. And now it's just the sky's the limit. And, and to me— And they have the momentum. I mean, to win, first of all, to win games one and two on the road, now it's in Washington. I mean, this series could be very well over Whoa. in a couple of days. I don't want to say anything. It could but, be. These Lightning are very proud. and they, they I know. They play a great brand of hockey. and Or it could be one of these series where the road team wins all the games. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? All I know is that the Capitals are real. I think those are the two teams in the Eastern Conference that I picked going in um, when we had the very beginning show about the NHL playoffs. I picked the Capitals and the Lightning and I there was just something about these two teams that kinda struck me. Wait, was that was that a little lightning reference that struck me? Yeah, it is. A, a little bit. Yeah. I, I thought it was part of the go ahead, keep but going. There was something that struck me about the Lightning, I should say. I think that they, they have the same kind of dynamic as uh the Penguins do is where they have two outstanding hockey players. And Kucherov 
and it's Steven Stamkos. And you have to do so much. And that that's where their second line would shine is because you put so much pressure on that first line on other teams that your second line needs to step up. And then Brad Point and Tyler Johnson, amazing job by them in the second line. That kind of what carried them. And now that they go up against a Capitals team whose second line has TJ Yoshi on it, it's like that whole advantage that they have kind of goes out the window. So And you're seeing it. And you're seeing it right now. I mean, that second line is just as deadly as the first line. Well, maybe not in the terms of Ovechkin, but in terms of, of overall talent, they have a lot of talent from top to bottom on that they Capitals do. team. They are stacked. Uh, we're, we're just running out of time here, but we certainly appreciate you listening today. And yeah. please give us a call here at 949-824-5824. That's 949-UCI-KUCI. But to wrap it up. Yes, wrap it up. Okay. The Golden Knights are my Stanley Cup pick. I'm going with Winnipeg only because... The last NHL team from Canada to win the title was 1993, the Montreal Canadiens, and hopefully that gets broken. So. Well, the Las Vegas Golden Knights have played one season, and they have been further that than any be other if, if they make go. it, If they make it to the finals, that will be insane. Go Knights, go. I like the <laughs> Knights. I, I think that they'll have an e- instant ESPN 30 for 30, but we got to wrap it up because um, – well, we got this nice little fun drive promo. And coming up next, you got Humanities for Humanity with Alstein. She's got a wonderful show for you. And then, of course, the gold standard comes up right after her. So we lead off. We lead off everything, huh? We're mm-hmm. the opening act. Yeah. <laughs> we just get on base. Yep. Thank All you right. for listening. I Take it away, Matt. Grandmas. I love you, Grandmas. I, I love you, it. Mom. There it is. Once upon a time. There was a radio station who had to resort to unusual methods to garner community support. We would like to thank Miss Victoria's preschool class for their continued support. And now, here's the theme song for Team Umi Zumi. One, two, three, four, Umi! Fortunately for KUCI, we've always had the support of our great and loyal listeners allowing us to be the premier station in Southern California to hear new music, news, and talk not heard on commercial radio. We need your support again during our pledge drive, happening right now, at this very second. We've made donating easy peasy, either by PayPal or credit card at KUCI.org, and by calling us at 949-824-5824. Donations over $35 entitle you to choose from a vast selection of KUCI t-shirts, or other swag from the vault. Don't force us to be that station, unless you like theme songs from kid shows. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Again, visit KUCI.org or call us at 949-824-5824 right now. And thanks for being part of the KUCI family. I'm not, no, yeah.